Recorded live. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the second call of a two-month series, really, about um, self-care. We talked last week about 90-10 and how the greatest gift you can give to all the people in your life is by taking care of yourself and fulfilling your own physical, emotional, spiritual needs to the best of your ability and take the pressure off all of those around you. So we're continuing that topic here today with something that I have been actually wanting to learn more about for a long time. We have um, a special guest, Cara Leah, on the phone here with us. Hello, Cara. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Cara and I met in the living room of um, one of, of <laughs> Both of our both of our spiritual teachers, for lack of a better word, I always I always call Lori my spiritual teacher. She doesn't actually like that title, but I don't know what else to call her. So uh, both of our spiritual teachers did a joint retreat, and Cara came all the way from uh, from Melbourne, Australia, for the retreat, um, and sang just sang beautifully and led us in yoga and um, literally was such a delight. And then she and I, of course, fell madly in love with each other during this three days that we spent together. So this is a long time coming. I'm very, or I at least feel madly in love with you. I, I think that's beautiful. No, I, I, I feel madly in love with you too. <laughs> and I didn't even know about your Ayurvedic background, really. I mean, I knew a little bit about it because you had talked about wanting to create a healing space. Um, yeah. This is such perfect timing because I don't know if you've seen my Facebook page recently, but I went uh, this past weekend and watched Wonder Woman. And literally after that oh, first yeah. retreat, talking to you, you're kind of like a uh, a not-in-the-spotlight version of Wonder Woman. You're a pretty impressive <laughs> young lady. <laughs> so, so I'm going ha- to stop talking and hand this over to you. But tell us a little bit about how you got started. Like, tell us a little bit about your journey um, and then yeah. just before you start that, and just for the folks who are joining us, the, the quiz, if you don't know what your dosha is, which would be helpful for what we're going to talk about today, the link to that quiz is up top. So, Cara, tell us a little bit about your background and your journey and how you got to Ayurvedic medicine. Sure. Okay. Um, well, um, as you said, I'm from Melbourne, Australia. Um, and I studied to be a yoga teacher just over 10 or must have been about 12 years ago now. And it was basically because I was um, struggling with my health at the time and wanted to sort of empower myself and find a way to help myself. And um, after doing the course, I kind of heard about Ayurveda because yoga and Ayurveda are um, pretty closely connected and um, I went to an introductory talk and I remember sort of just hanging on every word that the, the speaker was saying. And I'm like, wow, this, this really resonates with me. And um, I ended up going to see a practitioner. And um, at the time I was struggling with um, jaw pain. And I remember the practitioner giving me this cream with some Ayurvedic herbs in it. And it, was, um, it worked. And I was like, wow, this stuff, this is pretty cool. And um, and then also I used to get these these headaches when I was stressed, mainly emotionally stressed. And um, 
I didn't know it at the time, but it was it was a pitta headache, which I'll talk about in a moment. What what pitta is? It's one of the doshas if if you're um, not familiar. Um, and I had all this heat in my body, and I remember um, someone giving me a, a pitta tea, and it got rid of my headache. And I'm like, wow, this is this is pretty cool. And then eventually, um, I decided I wanted to you know add to the yoga and study something else, and um, then I studied Ayurveda and um, it was lots, it was just, it's a whole different way of thinking about things and looking at things. So it was like um, very exciting and interesting and also challenging as well. Um, and then at the start of the year, I um, started up my business, Shining Wellness, which combines my two passions, yoga and Ayurveda. And um, I called it Shining Wellness because um, I feel like what Ayurveda teaches us is that we're all unique and we all have our own way to shine. And I think um, it kind of goes well with with your theme of self-care because um, it, Ayurveda teaches us ways that we can connect to our shine our, and our, our sense of balance um, that's right for us and yeah, there you go. That's how I got into it. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. And I I just posted in chat that I read um, a blog. I don't know if you wrote it or if you just shared it, but a blog post about Ayurveda yeah. and yoga and which which yoga type um, is is best for you. So I'm going to see if I can find that and, yeah. and share that with the group. Oh, cool. Oh, awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so I guess give us, I, I know some people, obviously, as we've been posting in Facebook, know a lot more about Ayurveda than I do. But I, I, I really yeah. know very, a very small amount. So can you give us, like, okay. a Ayurveda 101 okay. kind of overview? Okay, yeah, absolutely. Um, so Ayurveda, it's a very old natural type of medicine, more than 5,000 years old, and it originated in India. Um and the word Ayurveda can be broken down into two parts. So Ayu means life and Veda means science or knowledge. So Ayurveda means the science of life. And essentially what it teaches us is to flow with nature and to flow with life and the changes in life and how basically how we can um, be in harmony with life. And um, in Ayurveda, health is not just a physical state, but it's also our state of mind and emotions. So it's a really holistic approach and um, we treat sort of the whole person rather than just um, the imbalance. And we use this concept of doshas um, to describe the different constitutions and um, it just helps us understand ourselves in a better way and how, yeah, we are all unique. We are all a little bit different. And it also helps us see when things get a little out of balance as well. Um, so I thought maybe I'd, I'd talk a bit about the doshas, if that's all right, Amina. Yes, please. Okay, awesome. So um, there's a lot I can say about it. So I'll, um, I'll, I'll try not to overwhelm you. So just feel free to stop me at any time. Um, but so Ayurveda talks about these five elements. So we have space, air, fire, water, and earth. And the three doshas, vata, pitta, and kapha, are made up of these five elements. 
So vata is the air and space elements together. Pitta is the fire and water elements. And kapha is water and earth. And so we have these three doshas in our body. We all have all three. So vata is responsible for movement and sensory function. Pitta is digestion and metabolism. And kapha is lubrication and growth. Um, so yeah, we all have all three of these doshas, but we often tend to have more of one than the others. Um, you know, one more than the next than another one. But, you know, sometimes, you know, it is possible to be tridosic as well, to have a fairly even amount of all three. But generally, we tend to be stronger in one dosha, one or two doshas. Um, so somebody who has a strong vata constitution, um, they're often, often cold. So they'll have cold hands and feet. They prefer to stay warm. Um, vatas are very creative. Um, adaptable, they make wonderful healers, active, impulsive, imaginative. Um, vatas are really good at getting ideas, um, you know, to start something, but sometimes have trouble um, following them through, like it's it's uh, not, not always finishing things off, um, but really good at getting started. Um, tend to be talkative, have a fairly fast mind, generally a thin frame. Their skin is more prone to dryness um, and hair, the hair as well. Um, Vatas don't tend to like routine, even though um, routine is often quite balancing for them. Um, they enjoy moving, traveling, dancing. Um, Vatas' energy um, fluctuates throughout the day, so they'll have moments of really high energy and then they'll tend to crash for example in the mid-afternoon and they might feel like they need some sugar or some coffee just to get them through the rest of the day um, and then some imbalances that we could see in vata would be um, well in terms of the digestive system it could be bloating gas or constipation um, in terms of emotion um, feeling worried nervous or fearful. Um, vatas are sometimes a little forgetful as well, um, prone to uh, insomnia and um, other joint disorders. And um, when something goes wrong, vatas are more likely to blame themselves rather than other people. Um, and I thought I'd just mention just a few celebrities just to give you a bit of an idea of um, a few celebrities that have a, you know, a bit stronger in the Vata constitution. So, for example, um, Cameron Diaz, Mick Jagger and Woody Allen. So that just gives you a little bit of an idea of, you know, very sort of, um, you know, fast, um, thin, moving and that sort of thing helps you think of Vata. So that gives you a bit of an idea. But like I said, we all have all three, but sometimes we'll say oh I'm a little more like this one I've got a bit more of this um, okay so uh, <laughs> okay so a pitta person um, pitta is the fire and the water so pitta tends to have that sort of fire in them um, they're very um, goal orientated intelligent passionate um, powerful, very convincing in their speech. They make wonderful public speakers. 
They have a medium build and a medium frame. They're often warm and um, they get actually a bit fatigued by the heat and um, they prefer the cooler climates actually. So pitchers have a very sharp mind, um, good short and long-term memory. Um, they can't skip meals. If they skip meals, they get what we call here, I don't know if you have it there as well, they get hangry, which is hungry and angry <laughs> together. We do have that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so a pizza person, if they skip a meal, they're, yeah, they, they, they get irritable. So it's good to, good to make sure they get three meals a day. <laughs> um, pizzas love competition. They thrive on competition. Um, sometimes they can go a little far into it and it, it, can, it can lead to a, aggression sometimes or if, it's, if it becomes unbalanced. Um, they love organising things, so lists, love ticking things off their lists and that sort of thing. They're very driven to succeed, you know, love having goals and things to work towards. And um, Yeah, and they have very sensitive skin, so a little more prone to freckles and acne and that sort of thing. Um, so a pizza, when they're in balance, you know, like I said, they have that fire in them. So they might be... Um, you know, have aggression if there's an imbalance or feel angry, impatient, irritable. We all experience these things. So sometimes, you know, when that arises, we can say, oh, okay, there's, there's pitcher involved here. <laughs> um, and in terms of the physical body, inflammatory diseases um, are often, um, you know, pitcher is often involved there. And when something goes wrong, they tend to blame others. So like I said, barters blame themselves and pitchers um, tend to blame others, but you know, not, perhaps not in every situation. This is just a generalization, but just to give you a bit of an idea. Um, some pitcher celebrities, we have Brad Pitt, Madonna, Bill Gates. So Bill Gates has that really sharp mind, very switched on um, and um, Sting as well. So they're all sort of medium build, um, you know, uh, sort of goal-orientated, that sort of thing. Uh, and then we have a kapha person. So kapha is the water and the earth. So as you can imagine, kapha is grounded, um, steady, stable, they're relaxed. Um, Kaphas, uh, you know, have a very strong, well-developed build. They can be short or tall, but just with a very strong bone structure. They also, like Vatas, prefer the warmth and they don't like humidity. Um, Kaffirs are very loving, nurturing. That sort of, um, you know, really loving, nurturing energy. I always think of Oprah um, when I think of that. Just, you know, compassionate, generous. Um, you know, Kaffirs are relaxed, they're steady, they're constant. They have pretty good... Um, Stamina, so you know how I mentioned Vata's energy goes up and down. Um, you know the the Kaffir energy is fairly constant. Um, Kaffirs can be a little slow to get started, but once they get started, they just work at a very steady, constant pace. They um, it's easy for a Kaffir to skip meals. They have a, a lower appetite, so um, you know for a pizza they get irritable. For Avata, their energy goes down, but for Kappa, they're generally okay. They skip a meal. Um, 
and they have a wonderful long-term memory. So they might be a little slower to learn initially, but once they've um, learned it, they don't forget it. So that's a handy quality to have. Um, so in imbalance, so sometimes, you know, because calfers love that steadiness, they love routine, they can sometimes get a little bit stuck in the same thing for a really long time. So changing it up, you know, a change of routine and mixing it up in the schedule can, can help, you know, invigorate Kaffir in a way. Um, you know, they're prone to, they have trouble getting up in the morning, can be lethargic. Um, and when something happens in their lives, they tend to withdraw. So rather than blame themselves or blame others, they tend to just sort of take a step back. Um, and a little more prone to respiratory conditions, but generally cathars have a very strong immune system. So they've kind of got the strongest actually of, of all the doses. Um, so like I said, a few celebrities, um, Oprah, she's got those, so Kaffirs often have beautiful big eyes. Um, so, you know, Oprah's got beautiful big eyes. She's compassionate and generous. Um, another Kaffir would be Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, he's, you know, big frame, nice deep voice. Kaffirs often have that deep voice. Um, Pavarotti as well, similarly, like a nice big, powerful, deep voice, um, strong frame, that sort of thing. Um, so that describes the doshas. <laughs> so I can, um, yeah, if there's any questions, <laughs> let me know. That, okay, I know it's so a lot I, of information. <laughs> yeah, it is. No, but that was wonderful. And I, I know that, I know that each one of those doshas could probably be their own, their own call. So I think it was well done to summarize it. So you, you said something at the beginning and I want to reiterate this and I want to, I want to understand it. It's, if that makes sense from an Ayurvedic perspective. So we, we all have all three playing yeah. to to some degree. So even as you were talking, like I saw parts of myself in all three, and then I, I also saw things that weren't necessarily how I react in, in all three of the things that you were, were talking about. So is it yeah. kind of like we have a, a go-to dosha and the other two are... I don't know, lesser doshas for, or how does that work, I guess, is my question. Okay, yeah, yeah. So um, so there are, um, there's a number of factors that sort of determine what our constitution is. And so often, you know, our parents um, influence, you know, what our constitution will be, um, our culture, um, you know, where, you know, um, our nationality, that sort of thing as well, can influence what our constitution is. But um, generally, we do tend to um, be stronger in one or the other. Having said that, um, you you know get, it can get a little confusing. But for example, you might have you know a vata mind, so um, a very fast thinking, active mind but then your digestion might be a little more pitta. So it might be a little more heat, um, uh, maybe a little bit, you know, acidic or something like that would be um, a pitta thing as well. So um, sometimes it shows up in different ways. So you might feel stronger in vata in terms of mind and emotions and then maybe on the physical side um, a little more of, you see a little more of the pitta. 
Okay, that makes sense. Um, so I don't know. Does that make sense? Or? Yeah, that, that does actually, actually make sense. And then once you know your dosha, it, kind of, it, gives, you, it gives you a the insight to know basically how your, both how your mind as well as how your body. Uh, Absolutely. The, the, the blueprint for how they function, basically. Yeah. The high-level blueprint. Under, absolutely, yeah. It helps you understand yourself. Um, in a better way and also understand those around you. Um, But what can happen is that with life, we get imbalances. So we might be born a certain constitution. So we might be born a pita kapha. And then, however, then, you know, we um, have things in our life that increase vata. So that could be just rushing around, um, running from thing to thing, being sort of... um, overstimulated or living in a in, in a dry climate or eating um you know foods that you know increase the vata in us and then all of a sudden we're presenting vata type qualities um so then what we do is we sort of offer tools to bring that vata back into balance so that that person feels what's balanced for them. So then they can, you know, calm the vata down and get back to their sort of pitta, kapha, you know, constitution. Um, and that's what we sort of do in a consultation. We work out their constitution, like what, you know, by looking at their frame, by looking at their preferences, their cravings, um, you know, their sleep, um, you know, we ask lots of questions. You know, we look at body language and um, the speed of their speech and um, we look at the tongue, the eyes, um, feel the pulse and just sort of, you know, get a sense of the person on a deeper constitutional level. And then we also look at, okay, what's happening right now? What's the imbalance? What's going on in their lives right now? What's the imbalance right now? And then that's when we go, we sort of go, okay, we can offer you a few tools and it could be just a few diet changes um, or some, you know, lifestyle choice. Like it could be just to meditate in a certain way or um, herbs or certain treatments. So in Ayurveda, we do um, different sorts of treatments as well. And um, yeah, just to sort of bring the body back into balance. Wow. Okay, so that's that's kind of what you do the consultation. I know you did this in Joy Challenge too. You can do a lot of those over Skype, where you look yeah, at, at people's tongue and and eyes and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So now that we so without doing that full consultation, obviously, but now that we know, hopefully, after those um, explanations of the dosha and or people taking their quiz, now that we know yeah. that. Um, well, actually, before I do that, I want—I'll tell you where I'm going, so you can think about it. I was hoping you'd give us uh, a tip to be better balanced because we don't know <laughs> if we're—we don't know if we're out of balance, but just a tip to be better balanced. Yeah. But before oh. I do that, I'm asking all the questions, so we'll pause. And if anyone else has questions, this is the time to ask about the doshas before we go into the tips. And you can also type into chat, and and Karen and I will read them. Everyone wants to know what to do now that they've got their dosha info. <laughs> All right, I say we continue on. 
Okay, so so now that we know um, our doshas, and we may be a combo of, of two different yeah. doshas, so what would be uh, knowing, well, okay, so, t- so two things, and then you answer this however best to answer this. We're obviously in the north, a lot of us are in the northern hemisphere, so I know um, that we're in summertime, yeah. and I know that with Ayurvedic medicine, the season also plays a role. So given the season, for the majority of the people, and not everybody necessarily listening from the Northern Hemisphere, um, as well as the dosha type, what are a couple of thoughts or tips or, or how can we play and practice with this this week? Oh, yeah, awesome. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so as you mentioned, so in the Northern Hemisphere coming into summer, you're coming into pitta time. So that's the time of year where the pitta dosha can increase. So um, it's a good time to sort of, you know, stay cool, stay calm, um, you know, have less spicy food, less oily, salty foods as well or fried foods during this time and sort of avoid um, exercising in the middle of the day when the sun's the hottest and, um, you know, spend time outdoors in the cooler parts of the day. Um, and just having some more like cooling foods, so like um, you know lettuce or cilantro, cucumber, melons, and coconut, um, that that sort of thing. And um, yeah, basically keeping cool, keeping calm. Like also essential oils you can use to stay cool, like sandalwood or rose. Um, connecting with water, so um, just. Or even just for the pitta constitution in general, if you feel like you're a pitta or if you feel like, oh, I'm resonating with what you're saying about pitta, connecting to water, that sort of flowing, cool energy of water is really nice for pitta. And also just being out in nature, um, you know, lying down, if you know, if you're not near water, just going for a walk and then finding a patch of grass and just lying down and relaxing. So Cara, we I think we kinda lost we kinda lost you here for a second. I have sometimes have trouble relaxing because they Oh, sorry. Okay, am I back now? Yeah, you're back now, but, um, okay, so the last thing I think is the rolling in the grass is the last thing I heard you say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah, so I was just saying. <laughs> oh, no, okay. I think our connection is not for other people having trouble too. Because, um, you know, pitchers are very driven and they love. Oh. Are you still there? Is that better, Amina? Yes, much yes, better. Okay. Better? Okay. Yeah, we. Okay. I don't oh, think good. we were meant. I don't think we were meant to hear the last thing you were trying to say. 
Yeah. <laughs> I think the entire yeah. universe was like, no, don't tell him that. No, I didn't need that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> so I guess just pick up from wherever you want to pick up from. <laughs> okay. I think our connection is not cooperating. Well, I think that's that's kind of all I wanted to say. That um, the last thing was just um, I wanted to say that um, the difference. Just hello. Okay. Yeah, we can hear you now. Oh, cool. Okay. Oh, it's so weird. Sorry, I don't know what's going on. That's okay. Like we're 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 across continents and spanning oceans, so this is yeah. amazing. We can even do this. <laughs> Little I know. Bump. <laughs> <laughs> Is it possible Hello? for me to 
Hi, cutting out. This, can you dial back in? Because it's gotten kind of, it's it's a little hard to to understand. I'm thinking it might be worth us just taking a quick pause, having you hang up and dial back in and seeing if that makes it better. Hello. Can you hear me? Hold, please, everybody. Technical difficulties. I'm going to text her after I dial back. And while she does that, we will just talk yeah. about ourselves. Yeah, sure. I'm thinking that might be did be better if we have you Perfect. just try it. All right, no worries. I'll give it a go. Okay, we'll talk amongst ourselves. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, first of all, I know some of you all are not in chat, and Holly is being hilarious in chat, talking about how Tara's accent sounds like a techno song. <laughs> which I love that, and offering to fly her out here. She was out here in California. It was her first time to the States, and they went to Hollywood and all kinds of fun stuff. So I'm sure she'd come back, Holly. That'd be wonderful. And then we might have had Drea. Did you join the call? Well, maybe Drea joined the call. And I think Kara's back on. Are you there? Say a little more. It sounds like it's still messy. Can you hear me? (laughs) Yes, yes. Okay, say like two more sentences just to test it before we keep going. Hello? Yes, yes. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Oh, no. Hello? <laughs> we can hear you. Can you hear okay, us? Okay, cool. Sorry, I don't know what's going on. I must have been we're on opposite sides of the world. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> okay, well, so far, so far we can hear you. You, It was doing stuff yes, like... Yes, I can hear you. I can hear I was just, I was just reading Holly's comment. <laughs> <laughs> it's slowing your voice down, like... Super slow. It, it was. It was a little. It was interesting, but not what you wanted for what you're explaining to us. <laughs> okay, continue, my love. Really? Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> Hello? Hi, okay, continue on. Okay, okay, cool. Um <laughs> okay, sorry, I wasn't okay. <laughs> um yeah, so I was talking about the self massage, um and basically yeah, how awesome it is and it, and how um it's a really nice thing to do for yourself. And um, 
time. I know, you know, often we have really busy lives. So even just spending five minutes, um, you know, for example, even just massaging your feet five minutes before bed, it's such a lovely thing to do for yourself and it's just so good for the whole body, the whole nervous system. Um, so if you're a more vata um, uh, sesame oil or for a for a kaffir, you'd want to use a more sort of invigorating oil, so maybe like a mustard oil for yourself um, and really good for the whole body. Um, and then um, um, so if you... If you are more vata constitution, you want to favor more sort of um, grounding, warm, foods that are easy to digest. Um, for a vata, it's really good to follow a routine to um, wake and go to bed at the same time. And all frequent meals throughout the day. It's really and um, walking, you know, to get that sort of groundedness in. So walking um, barefoot on the grass, connection with your guided meditation, or you know, yoga nidra meditation as well. Um, okay, uh, <laughs> so after um, going to bed at the same time, um, uh, I said just walking um, barefoot on the grass, connecting to the earth. Yeah, Cara, I think I think maybe what we should do is is we may just have to try again because I feel like you're giving us so much good information. I don't know that we're getting all of it because it goes back and forth. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. We did, yeah. We did get a good part one. Maybe what you and I can do, um, if you're up for it, because this might be sort of fun, is have you record a video and post it on the Facebook okay. page. Because I know there were some more really cool tips okay. you wanted to give us. Yeah, yeah maybe maybe we'll do um, that, or we can go with my go-to. We can Facebook Live yeah. together. Because, you know, if audio didn't work, video will work that much better. But we could try it and see see what happens. Oh, I think we lost you all together. Can you hear us? Or me? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's Okay, yeah, that sounds good. So it was really all that I had left was just, you know, a few tips for each dosha. Oh, <laughs> Well, maybe, yeah, yeah let's post those. Can we do that? Post them in the Facebook? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. 
Perfect. All right. That sounds good. I'll do that. Awesome. Okay. Well, thank you so much for being on the call. Thank you, everybody, for um, dialing in. And then, Kara, maybe you and I can go back and, and post some notes from this call for everybody, yeah. too, because I know that you had um, extensive preparation and so excited to share this with us. And I think we got a lot out of I know I got a lot out of the call, even just caring about this and seeing that I was curious about having the two doshas and stuff. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Appreciate you, and we'll find some more ways to play together. Oh, thank you. Thanks. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. Continue with the self-love. We'll post the tips, and that'll be our what we'll, we're playing with this week in Adventures with Amina. And then just as a reminder, no call next Wednesday, because it's my nephew's birthday, and I'm flying out to Houston to spend it with him. So no call next Wednesday, and then call Wednesday after, which I believe is the 28th, if I've got that right. Yep, Wednesday the 28th at 3 p.m. Eastern, and that's when we're going to kick off our Medical Medium Month. So um, if you want to order the book or check them out from the library or, or whatever you want to do, I'm about halfway through his book, which is amazing. Um, and then if you want to start prepping for those, we're going to drink celery juice, or some of us are drinking celery juice. Some people are eating uh, wild blueberries. Whatever you want to do to prep for that. And then we will be uh, kicking off the month of July of some good, healthy eating, medical medium style on that call on June 28th. So talk to you all then. Thank you again, Ms. Cara, and have a good week. We'll post those tips in, and we can put on Facebook which tips we're going to follow this week. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Thanks, Amina. Bye.